one thing that hurts me the most is when somebody has done 10 years and then they're told, oh, you might as well do 10 more. I, now to each his own, to each his own. I respect everybody that serves, especially those who serve well over 20. But if you mean to tell somebody who is having emotional stability problems, who's having family problems, who's having whatever, that they might as well do 10 more years to get a retirement instead of educating them on how to use their VA, how to use their GI Bill, how to use anything else to create that lifestyle. And I mean, I'm getting chills about it because it's here. I, it's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about. Shelby is as well. Dan is as well. And as we collaborated on that, we was like, okay, so we know our niche. We, we love to help veterans and we love to help investors and, you know, double points if you're one in the same, right? That's Shelby's little coin yeah. term. Hey, this is your host, Dan Wynn, and welcome to the Financial Freedom Journal, where we talk real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned with successful real estate entrepreneurs to help you on your journey to financial freedom. If you find value in this episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with a friend. Lastly, make sure to follow the Financial Freedom Journal Real Estate Investing Group on Facebook. We're building a community that's dedicated to helping you transact your next deal. What's going on, guys? It's Dan Moon with the Financial Freedom Journal. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Mike Glaspie. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown on his background. Uh, Mike is a commercial real estate broker out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. He was born and raised in Texas. Uh, he joined the military. Uh, Mike spent 10 years serving in various, various jobs in special operations. Uh, Mike has bought his first home in 2014 and became an accidental landlord. And then in 2017, his, his passion for investing was ignited and he completed his first subject to deal. Uh, since then, Mike has acquired over 25 rental properties and co-founded the Five Pillars Real Estate Team all while active duty. Key point, all while active duty. Mike, thank you very much for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, really, really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, tell us a little about yourself, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you just discussed uh, in the bio, I'm originally from Texas, uh, born and raised. I actually grew up in a small town uh, called Colleen, Texas right outside uh, which is a military base for those who don't know um right around the age of 14 or 15 i moved to houston um i actually uh attended university of houston downtown got my graduate from there all that good stuff and then i joined the military around 2009 and i joined in the uh the army national guard out there in texas uh from there once i graduated i shipped out and uh you know reclassed infantry moving to special operations and i've been there for about the last eight years or so uh Soon as I got to my duty station out here in Fort Bragg or Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, you know, kind of did the typical military thing. Uh, everybody buys a house, whether you know you have a family or you're just a single soldier that's an E5 or E6, you go out and you buy a home. So I did the same thing. Got the nicest, you know, thing I could afford anyway at the time: three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, fenced in backyard, the whole the whole nine. And I definitely used my VA loan, which is a beautiful benefit that the the military provides for their soldiers uh, allowed me to purchase this property with no money down, no money down. So little did I know that was a horrible investment, but I didn't buy it for an investment. I wasn't in the right mindset then. Uh, a few years later, about three years later or so, I started realizing that uh, I just, I wasn't really happy in the military. And, um, you know, I love the military and everything is done for me. 
and what what it does for this country in general. But I, I decided that I needed to have another avenue, another income stream, another option, right? So I started looking around at many different things, man. Multi-level marketing, I, I mean, side jobs, you know, Uber. I mean, you name it, I looked into it all. And uh, I stumbled across uh, real estate investing. I went to one of those little three-day seminars and fell in love, man. I fell in love with the concept. Uh, the thing about it that really got me interested was the creativity portion of it. So as I started digging around and finding more real estate agents um, in the area and other real estate investors in the area that I kind of pick, you know, pick their brain and see what they were doing, I realized that as a veteran or manager, we have one huge tool that many others don't want to be alone. And yes, I already used it once, but I could use it again. And so what I did was I found a live and flip, which was technically in a different town, although it wasn't that far just to the north of Fort Bragg. It was in a different town, different zip code, used my VA again, moved in, it was a live and flip. So I naturally just turned my original purchase into rental, horrible cash flow, no cash flow at all. I still have it to this day, to this day. It's horrible cash flow, but it's that it was that key property. It was that, you know, that, that step that I needed to take to move in the right direction. Um, so as I was doing the live and flip simultaneously, I was looking for any other deals. I mean, wholesales, subject twos, you name it. And I was failing left and right, left and right. I had so many bombed wholesales. It, it was pretty bad. Uh, the subject two that you mentioned, the way that that happened to be my first real investment was uh, here in the military town, a lot of people will go out and buy these homes, like I just mentioned, and, and you're aware of it. I mean, people go out and buy homes, but the military will force you to move. In the army, we call it a PCS, a permanent change of station. Um, and it happens typically every two to three to four years or so. So there was a, a young couple, um, they just had a child. They came out, they bought a property one year after they, or with their VA loan, which is key, right? So it was 100% leveraged at the top of the market, top of the market, they, they bought it for full market value. They go in, one year into them owning it, they refinanced it, started it all the way over because they wanted the lower interest rate. I know, I know. Okay. Okay. They, didn't know they didn't know what they were really getting into. They wanted the lower interest rate and it was only like a half a point. I mean, they didn't really know what they were doing. One year after they refinanced it, they got orders to move. Mm. So they literally had no equity. And so if ended up selling the property, they would have had to pay, right? They would have had to pay closing costs, realtor commissions, everything. They would have been out somewhere between eight and $10,000. Um, so once I broke it all down for them and they saw how much that they had to spend, they didn't have that money. They didn't really have a choice. They could have turned into accidental landlords too, but I decided to try to find a, an option for them. And so sure enough, I was uh, calling an attorney. I was like, hey, how do I do the subject too? How do I do it? How do I do it? And he actually walked me through it. I, you know, I still talk to this guy today, you know, give or take. I mean, we still do deals together, but he walked me through the subject too. And uh, in that situation at that time, I realized that this was a great opportunity for me to make money, but it was a great opportunity to help out this young couple who really didn't know what they were doing. It was just a mistake. So fast forward, you know, uh, two years after that, I'm simultaneously doing the live and flip. I'm renting out the subject to now, trying to find my exit strategy on that end. And when the time comes to sell it, I call this my, my, my uh, I bought it for 1%, right? That's what I, 
I tell everybody, that's my bait and hook, right? When people say, well, what's your best investment? Bought a property for 1% one time. It's my bait and hook. So I paid $1,800 to, to do the, uh, the title transfer, to do the, uh, the trust, um, everything that was needed for the subject too. For $1,800, two years later, I sold it for $180,000. And, you know, I, I, I rented it out the entire time. That was just a great deal. All in all, that was the one that kind of sparked my, my interest in real estate. Like, oh, this is, this is something where I can put in some creativity, come up with solutions, I can problem solve, and I can help. I can help others. The kicker is on that back end, when I actually sold it, I, I sold it as a realtor, which I'll touch on that here in a second. But I mean, that I just kind of, you know. Commissions, yeah. Tripled. Yeah, yeah. I just tripled the outcome of what it could have been, right? And so uh, to touch on the, on the base of just becoming a, a, a realtor in general, during that journey, during that subject too, during that live in flip, I met with Shelby Osborne, who was on your podcast not too long ago. And uh, she was actually representing me as an agent on a property. And I decided, you know, I was, I was struggling on the wholesale game. And I realized that I wanted one more exit strategy. If I couldn't help, if I couldn't wholesale the property, if I couldn't personally buy the property, then I figured maybe I can, you know, help list and just have one more exit strategy. Uh, for real estate. So went ahead and met with her two months later, licensed, we're starting a team <laughs> and just going forward from there. And I mean, here we are, here we are now. Yeah. Dude, you're in there. I, I love uh, one thing that you consistently said from, from the very start, uh, even to the very end was your exit strategy. You were looking for multiple exit strategies. Uh, another way of putting that is basically um, other streams of revenue, right? Collecting different right. streams of revenue uh, so that you can, so you can live life the way that you want to. Um, I thought that was, that was phenomenal. So uh, I just want to backtrack because you said yeah. a lot, a lot of great stuff. And I just want to dissect it just a little bit for, um, for some of the listeners that might not know uh, what a few of these things are. So one thing um, you hit on the, the key piece about, you know, your activity the entire time using your yeah. VA loan, that's the benefits to um, us, anyone in the military uh, buying a home. Uh, two, you touched on uh, the first deal that you bought was just a horrible investment, right? Uh, can you touch on a little bit why that's a horrible investment? Because I see so many other, um, so many other military members that I talk to, they do the exact same thing. They're like, hey, I don't got to put any money down. So um, they're not really looking at the market or anything. They're just like, hey, I'm going to buy the best that I can afford. And they're not really thinking about the exit strategy, which you've touched mm -hmm. on several times. So why was that a bad deal? Why, why was that a bad deal for you? And then how can other people kind of avoid uh, going into that? So that's uh, the first question, dissecting that. Uh, down. Okay. But, Absolutely. So um, I'll try to break it down as, as, as best I can. The reason it was bad for me, first and foremost, was because I bought it 100% leveraged at the top of the market, which makes for a fine home if that's where you plan to, you know, if you have an emotional tie to it, essentially, right? But as a business, what I did not realize is that once I bought it at that price, my mortgage was, and, and I'll fully disclose it, my mortgage was somewhere around $900. It can only rent for $1,000, right? So the rent to price ratio, anytime I'm speaking to um, beginning investors, I always tell them if you want to do it as a buy and hold, simply just look at the rent to price ratio because typically if you finance with that in mind, 
then your rent would be enough to cover the mortgage and provide some cash flow and a little bit of wiggle room to breathe. Because if the HVAC goes out on that property, if the roof goes out on that property, that's I have cash flow. That's cash flow for like three years. That's like exactly. three years cash flow. So a for lot me, of it's like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just to touch on that really quick. So a lot of people, a lot of people will look at that exact scenario and say, all right, I'm only paying $900, but if I rent it out, I'm getting a thousand dollars. So I'm making a hundred dollars. But what they're not considering is, Hey, you've got a, there's a, there's a turnover there. People only stay in a house for maybe one to two years. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a turnover there. And just like you said, the HVAC, um, if that goes out, what happens to that? You're only making $1,200 a year yep. if you're cash flowing hundred dollars a month. So any maintenance, any vacancies, all that has to stay within the $1,200 for it to be a, a profitable asset for you. And uh, I think a lot of people are, are just kind of um, not really thinking about that. So uh, that that's an amazing point. Amazing point. Um, the second question I had with what you're breaking down, you talked about your subject too. So yes. some, some people might not know exactly what that is, what the subject to is. Can you kind of uh, explain that a little bit? Yeah. So a subject to, um, in the simplest explanation possible is, is when somebody purchases a property subject to the existing loan. So what that means is that, uh, uh, for example, if you had a mortgage, and I came and I bought the property from you. The property would deed over to me, but your mortgage is still in your name. That's the, that's a subject to. Now, the reason why that worked in that situation, just like I explained, was because if they tried to sell, they would have had to pay a substantial amount of money out of pocket. Or if they could not afford it because they moved somewhere else and got another property, then they risked foreclosure. So when I took over the property, I took over full responsibility, all repairs, maintenance, maintaining the mortgage, everything. So it keeps their credit in good, con uh, in, uh, good standing and it allowed them to not have to worry about this additional property and not pay, you know, $18,000. So that's a subject to, and that's kind of how you can find those benefits for, for that opportunity. Big time. It is a big opportunity and it's a win-win for both of you guys because on, on their side, they basically essentially became the bank, right? They, yes. They're able to collect passive. Like that's almost the ultimate passivity given, you know, you're, you're making your payments on time. And then for you, you acquire an asset, uh, an asset with no money down, no money out of pocket. So, and then you can cash flow on it as well. So you control that asset with, with no money down. So, um, I, that's great, great, um, explanation. Thank you. Um, so, going into uh just moving forward a little bit all right so we talked about um you moving over to um becoming a realtor uh, can you tell us what that journey was like especially um while you're active duty and then how you transitioned from um residential real uh realtor or real estate to commercial real estate yeah absolutely so the uh the real estate journey oh it's a fun <laughs> one man getting licensed man so um it's, it's just like going back to school. So anybody who's been to school, it doesn't matter if it's high school, it could be a vocation, uh, vocational training, right? Um, engineer, or I'm sorry, electrician, plumbing, etc. It's all the same. You have to absorb the material in a very short amount of time and then test. What a lot of people realize is that the, to be licensed as a real estate professional is a true license by the state. So it's a true certification. So the standards are fairly high. I say that to simply say it's a little bit tougher than I expected, right? Uh, but um, I went through it and, and we knocked it out in six weeks. I believe it was about six weeks. And then roughly about three weeks after I finished the class, I was fully officially licensed and I hit the ground running. 
everybody I knew and their mama. I was like, I can buy or sell a house. Like, who do you know? Um, and just kind of went from there. Now, doing an active duty did prove to be a little bit difficult. Um, in the profession that I was in, I left, I deployed a lot. I mean, six months at a time every other six months, right? I'm gone. So it was a little bit of a challenge trying to study preemptively. And then when I get like schedule ahead of time, knowing that, hey, we're going to return back to the States around this time frame. In about two weeks, I'm going to have block leave from this time. To, you know, how can I schedule it, right? Doing all of that, just uh, doing what they teach us to do best, right? Prior planning, get it all knocked out way ahead of time, just go in there. And then once I had that license, I just took full advantage of it. Everything from referrals, buying my own investment properties, helping others, you know, find investing and helping them represent them on their properties and, and the like. Um, the transition over from residential to commercial, most investors are going to say, hey, you know, that's kind of the, the standard progression, right? It's wholesale, flip, buy and hold residential, buy and hold commercial, and so forth and so on, right? Uh, it's all the way to lending is like the final, you know, stage, I guess, if you will. The bank, the bank right. stage. The bank, right? That's the top, top tier. Um, so for me, it's the same thing. I, I bought the, the residential homes because it was, I, I don't want to necessarily say easy access, but with the VA loan, that is one of the most quickest ways for veterans, for, for soldiers to get into um, real estate investing. So after that, I said, okay, all of my studies, all of my attention, all of my extra time and energy has always been towards commercial. I mean, the podcast I listen to, the books I read, um, the concepts. And, and then I realized that, so just so you're aware, my undergraduate was in business. I'm now studying for an MBA business. I love the concepts and the, the constructs of business. Commercial real estate mimics that perfectly, right? It's all about your income, minus expenses, you know, equals so on and so forth, right? It's all the same formulas and things of that nature. So it was a very smooth transition for me, uh, moving over from residential to commercial. I followed through, got um, a, the master's in commercial property certification from Lipsy and Company um, and things of that nature to bolster my, you know, competency as a commercial broker, right? I do plan on getting my CCIM and things of that nature so that I'm representing my clients in the best light. The transition for me was easy because I enjoy that type of asset a little bit more, but nonetheless, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother ball game. It's two different fields, residential and commercial, two different beasts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, I love that you did, you're doing it while active duty. Um, the, the whole transition, I'm kind of in that transition as well, going from, you know, I went from single family to small multifamily to um, trying to larger multifamily now. And so I, I definitely understand that progression. I think most people do typically uh, use that. Um, as far as um, you touched a little bit about managing your time and planning your schedules yeah. out. Um, I mean, that's key. You're talking about you're deployed for six months, you're back for six months and you're trying to establish your presence in the community. And then also, you know, obviously take courses and, and, and build yourself even more as a professional. And you're talking about also MBA as well. So how are you managing your time? Like what are, what are some, do you have any advice for others that are trying to manage their time or other uh, activity members that, that might be working a side hustle or want to get into real estate doing something like you're doing? Um, what, what, are you, or what advice do you have uh, for them or maybe even tips as far as certain systems that you, that you use? 
Um, like Nike, just do it. I'm playing. So, uh, no, uh, so I don't know if you ever heard of the billionaire or, or the billion made man. I might be messing up. His name is Daniel Pena. And he actually says that two thirds of the world's CEOs have a military background. And then two thirds of those two thirds have a background in martial arts. But the point that he was trying to exactly right. I do, I do a little tabo. I did a little tabo back in the day. Uh, but his point was trying to say is the discipline. It's the discipline that they can carry over from that profession into whatever it is that they do. So for you know being in the military, that's one thing that you know nobody can say that we're not disciplined. I don't care who you are, right? It is we have we were bred, we were you know trained to be disciplined. And so for the same thing, as long as you have a calendar, you can be as disciplined as you want. We all have the same amount of time, right? Um, a really good buddy of mine, Ruben Garcia, he always says, you know, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. Proven by Ruben, and right? Proven by Ruben. <laughs> proven by Ruben, man. Uh, shout out awesome to Ruben. guy. I, I've never really talked to him. I, uh, I haven't talked to him face to face, but uh, I see you out there on uh, social media, man. I, I follow you, dude. So, yeah. hey, what's up? <laughs> he's, he's, he's an amazing guy, man. Um, he's, he's a friend. He's, he's a mentor. He's a, he's a uh, accountability buddy. Like it, it's the whole nine. And he says, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. And I mean, that's just the most, that's as truest as true can get, man. You know, you wake up in the morning, everybody has the same amount of times in the day, but if you wake up in the morning, you say, Hey, for 30 minutes, I'm going to study Spanish every day. Sooner or later, you're going to become, you know, fluent in Spanish. And that's the same thing. It's just about taking time and realizing that you do not have to accomplish tasks um, all at once. You can accomplish minor portions, right? Uh, over time and you can still meet the same end goal. And I think that's just so important for people to understand as long as you're disciplined and you're consistent, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Got it. Consistent discipline, consistent actions, uh, disciplined efforts, right? Mm -hmm. So um, talking kind of transitioning back into commercial real estate, why commercial yes. real estate over other assets? I know you, you kind of touched on because it's kind of suits to your, to your uh, skills, but if, just if you were to if you were to uh, try to uh, encourage someone to get out of single family and go to commercial, why? What would you? What would your argument be? Okay, so there's many uh, subsets, if you will, of commercial real estate. Right, you do have commercial residential, which is apartment complexes and the like, but you also have, um, excuse me, retail, industrial, storage units. You know, the whole nine. The reason I like commercial is because of the scalability of it. Right, you can get a lot more, um, and I'm not saying for a lot less, but you can get a lot more in one transaction, right? Um, and the, one of the most truest things I've ever heard is that it takes just as much energy to do a, a million dollar deal as it does a hundred thousand dollar deal. And I'm going to tell you from the side of a broker, it takes just as much paperwork to do a million dollar deal as it does for a hundred thousand dollar for a fifty thousand dollar deal, right? So um, the scalability is astronomical. Now, yes. It does take more capital. Yes, you're more than likely going to have to partner or syndicate on your first one, depending on what your background is. But nonetheless, it's those stepping stones that you'll see that, that that will propel you much further, much quicker. To give you a perfect example, you know, for the past, let's see, when did I do that subject to? I completed it, finally completed it in 2018. So in 2018, at the end of 2018, I did my live-in flip was complete. My subject two was complete. I did about two wholesales and I had about six rentals, which is 
pretty good, you know, if you look at it for the course of about two and a half years. From February of this year, coming up in September-ish or so, I'll have 21 units that are part. Just in the, you see what I'm saying? The yeah. scalability is much faster because I'm able to buy portfolios. I'm able to buy more doors under one roof. Now I didn't do my, I'm not doing it myself. It's me and my partners, but nonetheless, it's, it's, you can see now how quickly this can grow much faster. And that's why I say commercial for me is regardless of what asset uh, class, if you will, you know, self-storage, uh, residential office space. I'll continue to play in the, in the realm a little bit deeper, but um, commercial for me is just much more interesting, much more engaging. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about five pillars. Uh, I, I didn't even tell the backstory how we met, man. So uh, just backstory really quick. I'm kind of uh, going out, of, going out of order a little bit, but um, we met at the 10 X growth conference, Grant Cardone's 10 X growth conference. Um, ran by, uh, I was, I was walking out to go get a drink or something. Um, and then I came back upstairs and I walked by you guys, you guys all look, I mean, you could easily tell you guys are military cause everybody had this, this certain badge that we wore. And then, uh, I was like, these guys seem pretty cool. Let me go talk to them. And then, uh, little did I know, little did I know, uh, I'd be talking to, uh, Mike and Dan and Shelby, it's just a great group of guys. I, I found out about your story and then, um, how you're, how you're, basically a, an entire group of military investors um, and you, uh, it's a whole military brokerage for the most part. Uh, at, at least mm -hmm. uh, every, I think every person in the organization is somehow affiliated uh, with the military. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool. And I, I got you on the show. You guys are actually uh, have been on my channel, on my YouTube channel or podcast the most out of anybody, <laughs> so, out, of, yes. out of anybody, <laughs> five pillars, man. So, um, so you, you guys are great. So that's a, quick backstory, but, um, talking about the brokers, talking about five pillars, what was the creation of that, uh, like, and how are you guys helping, um, helping the Fayetteville area? Um, so, I mean, Shelby Osborne, shout out to Shelby. Um, he, she was the, the brainchild, if you will. Um, ex on captain, uh, she did about six years in, she, again, she was my agent for, for a property. When I sat down and I with her, that was when I was looking for another extra strategy. And it's funny because, I mean, she'll tell you all day. I met her. I told her because I'm interested in business. I want to help you build a team so I can see what it looks like and, and actually get my hands in it. That's how it started, right? Full disclosure. Well, what it ended up turning into was uh, Dan Kidd, Dan the Man Kid. He came in maybe two months after me and Shelby met. Phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. He comes in with all of this I mean, just beautiful mind, math work. And he's just like, well, we can actually do this. I'm just like, yeah, smart guy. So uh, we put all of our minds together and we say, you know, we can actually build this into something else. And again, Dan Kidd was an ex-infantry uh, officer, all mi strong military backgrounds. We're looking at what can we do? We all were investors, moved into brokerage. So we were thinking, what can we do to not only help, veterans understand the benefits that they have, but also empower them to find financial freedom. Um, to give you a little bit of backstory, the reason why that's so important to some of us is uh, like, you know, very well, we work very hard. There's a lot of sacrifice that soldiers have to give day in and day out. And the one thing that hurts me the most is when somebody has done 10 years 
and then they're told, oh, you might as well do 10 more. I, now to each his own, to each his own. I respect everybody that serves, especially those who serve well over 20. But if you mean to tell somebody who is having emotional stability problems, who's having family problems, who's having whatever, that they might as well do 10 more years to get a retirement instead of educating them on how to use their VA, how to use their GI Bill, how to use anything else to create that lifestyle. And I mean, I'm getting chills about it because it's, I, it's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about. Shelby is as well, Dan is as well. And as we collaborated on that, we was like, okay, so we know our niche. We, we love to help veterans and we love to help investors and, you know, double points if you're one in the same, right? That's Shelby's little coin yeah. term. Yeah. Um, so that's really how it started. And, and we started this, it seems like forever ago, but I mean, honestly, it's only about nine months ago, really, that we started the team. And we're, we're now up to about six agents. Um, we got three full-time interns, two admin. I mean, it, it's blowing up. I'm, I'm extremely humbled. I'm honored to be a part of it. And I'm just, I'm excited to see what, what comes out of it, man. I really am. Yeah. I love it, man. Out freaking standing. Uh, your your the this basically speech you gave there. That's definitely. I'm gonna cut that up and I'm gonna be distroing that out for. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> that, that, oh, that was amazing. So there's a couple of things that that uh, that irked me about um, the the military thought process. So not the military, the military thought right. process. Right. And that's one of them. And then also the the idea that um, once you retire, you serve 20 years in the army. Right or or the military, whatever service you serve in, uh, you serve twenty years in the military. You need to go get another job, right? Like the the entire um, what do they call it now? The as you're transitioning, it's it's, it's the ACAP uh, process, a tap process. Yep, the entire ACAP process is geared toward putting you back out in the workforce. And just like you said, just exposing other military uh, military members how they can create cash flow, how they can create passive. Uh, passive income so that when they do retire, they don't have to go out and, and, and go directly into the workforce again and work for another 20, 30, 40 years um, and, until they can retire. I mean, I think that's a little silly and I, I don't really like that, um, that, that we do that. We gear, um, we gear our people into uh, thinking that that's pretty much the only way. So um, I, yeah, I love everything you said, man. That's, that's great. So, um, Hey Mike, how can we find more about you? How can we find out? How can my listeners find out more about you and the Five Pillars team? Um, so obviously you can go to our website, www.fivepillarsrealtygroup or fivepillarsrealty.com. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram at michael.s.glasby. Uh, bigger Pockets. I love Bigger Pockets. You guys can reach out to me on there as well. Um, and those are really, that's really where I've spent most of my time. You guys can reach out to me on Facebook, but I'm not really there. My IG is kind of linked to my Facebook. And feel free to just email me. Um, I can send you my email if you want to put in the show notes, but it's uh, michaelglassby at fivepillarsrealty.com. Um, if you guys, anybody out there who wants to learn about the Army internship program, how they can use that on their last six months to go work for a realty firm. If anybody want, wants to learn about getting licensed, if anybody has a question about real estate, I'm always open. Yeah, all the information, um, every, all the contact information that you've given uh, will be listed right below your, uh, right below your photo there or your, your video picture there. And then it'll also be in the show notes as well. So, um, hey, Mike, thanks so much uh, for coming out. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, actually, 
Hey, if you're watching this video on YouTube, uh, please hit the like button. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button as well and leave a comment below if you like what you're seeing. And if you're finding value out of this, please share with others. Really appreciate it, especially if, um, you know, you're sharing, if you're a military member and you're listening to this and you're finding value, please share with others because um, we're all about spreading the knowledge here. So, um, but again, yeah, thanks so much for coming. Uh, this was a, a great, great, great conversation. Um, I was looking forward to this and it didn't disappoint. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and really, really appreciate having you here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. This is Dan Wynn signing off.